A Million Likes is brought to you by Willa. Willa helps creators and freelancers get paid super fast for their brand collaborations. Gone are the days of waiting 30, 60, or even 90 days for payments. Using Willa, you press the button and get paid immediately. Every time and for every client. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. Download from the App Store today and check it out for yourself. As I'm taking the photos, I can already see the image done at my desk at home. There's a moment in between where I take a photo and where I wait till I edit, where I'm imagining what the photo will look like in my head. That is what goes on in my head. I'm always picturing the world around me as if it were through my computer screen. I'm a creator based out of the Twin Cities in Minnesota, where many people know me for my portrait work and moody aesthetic. I'm a very private person when it comes to my life, and not many people know much about the person behind the camera. Now, I want to tell you everything about me. From some hard times in the beginning, to deciding my future and how I picked up a camera. The things few know and others have never heard of till now. Before we get to anything, I want to talk about what got me here. I want to take you back to a small town of 500 people in the middle of nowhere, Minnesota. A town where a clumsy little boy grew up in a small trailer and let his mind wander. Outside this trailer was a very small yard with a small sad sandbox and a small rose bush that was mostly dirt. This yard, this was my first canvas. This is where I let my imagination explode from my head. From reenacting my favorite Mighty Morphin Power Rangers scene to acting out my favorite movies, this yard was my stage. I was the main character, solving riddles and puzzles that I made up in my head or saving the princes from a raging fire. I loved getting lost for hours out there where I did not need to get into the mundane realization of what's going on in real life. That real life was in my trailer house where two Hispanic parents struggled to pay the bills and put food on the table for us. Growing up, my sisters were really, really good at drawing. They would be able to draw these exquisite flowers or even lifelike eyes with pencil. I figured that eventually I would become this amazing sketcher who could draw everything, and I was just born with it. I was in first grade, so obviously I was very naive. I started moving to drawing these little comic strips. You know, the ones you see in the Sunday paper? Do you even know what that is anymore? Ugh, I'm getting old. Anyway, there was this popular comic strip called Calvin and Hobbes, where a boy and his best friend, who also happens to be a tiger, they do all these funny little things. They go on adventures and do all this amazing stuff. So... I figured, why not start my art career by plagiarizing this famous comic strip and make my own exact version of it? I named mine way better, though. Calvin and Boots, and Calvin was spelt with a K. I know, I know, much cuter, don't need to tell me. So this, this was my first real experience in creating something of my own. I drew all the characters and did all the story, even with those little bubbles, and made a ton of them. To this day, my mom still reminds me of my little itty-bitty comic strips that I happened to do as a kid. It was all hard work, but this 
This was my first taste of creating something of my very own. Now, in order to cut it in this industry, we must be constantly learning 10 different softwares to do thousands of tasks that we all do for our jobs to function every day. In high school, I had a class called Video Productions, where we learned how to record using a camera and edit an iMovie. When I opened up iMovie for the first time, everything looked like gibberish. I had no idea of what anything was and did not know where to start. I look back now and laugh because I can now breeze through projects in Final Cut which is pretty much iMovie on steroids. But during this time, I fell in love with the tech side behind the art I create. At the time, we were using computers I only dreamed about, the Mac. It was beautiful. From the outside to the clean home screen, I was immediately hooked, and there was no turning back. Ever since then, I was fully into the tech side of the art. I was watching YouTube videos on new Apple products, getting into GoPros, and getting my first MacBook while I was in college. I was known as the Apple guy in my friend group, and honestly, I was cool with it. The day that changed my life, I will never forget. It was just me and my parents walking through a Best Buy, just killing some time on a Saturday, just window shopping. As I was walking through the aisles, I stopped by the camera section for a bit. While playing around with the Canon Rebel, I thought to myself, hmm... My friend does weddings on the side. I could do that. I should do that. Hey, Mom! So a few minutes into talking them into lending me some cash, I picked up my very first camera and set off to conquer the world and become Soda Boy. Psych. I took photos with it a few times over a couple months, and after that, it just kind of sat around. You know what I think is crazy? When people come into high school telling me they have no idea what they want to be, I find that so funny because this moment right here, the moment I walked into that Best Buy, that put forward my career. At the age of 22, I found what I was longing for, what I was chosen for. I mean, the camera still sat around there and collected dust, but in a year, that would change my life completely. Instagram was bought by Facebook in 2012, which was my senior year in high school. At the time, I had a flip phone, so wasn't really hopping on the app every day, and by that, I mean not at all. And through the years, that was still the case. While I was going to college, I stumbled on the photography area of Instagram. I was now pulled into Instagram for more than just checking on my friends' photos. I was now looking at urban photographers and landscape photography all over the world. Once again, I told myself, as I was scrolling through the page, that this is something I could do too. So, it was time to dust off the good old camera and head out to the city and explore it like the artist I saw on my phone. When I started shooting, I didn't know many people in the industry at all. It was just me, myself, and the camera. Since I didn't have many people to shoot, and I was a broke college kid, and I definitely couldn't afford to travel to these awesome landscape places I saw all over Instagram, the easiest route was to shoot the cities. I would see a cool shot on Instagram, and I would head out to the city later and try to recreate it. I loved those times. I would just throw on some headphones and wander the city for hours. It was also the perfect time for me to make all of my mistakes. So let me tell you some of those so you can avoid for yourself. 
always get it right the first time. If you must take your time, do it. You must move something or probably get the right angle, do it. The worst is getting home and realizing that if you just took two more minutes, you could have gotten a better shot. Be patient. I'm honestly still working on this, but taking your time and getting out there and shooting as much as possible will go a long way. Lastly, always double check your gear before heading out. You have no idea how many times I've gotten to a location and forgot an SD card or a battery or even the product. Yes, the product. At the end of the day, this career does not happen overnight. You will struggle. You will go through some tough days. Keep pushing because the ride is always worth the reward. Now, as for shooting landscape and city shots, they were getting old and I was getting bored. That is when I decided to move on to my next venture. Do you know how to contact a model? Do you? Other than shooting someone a random DM, do you really know how to contact one? Do you know anyone that models? Well, in 2016, I did not know a single model or how to contact one either. So you know what I did? Yeah, that's right. I busted out the good old Facebook and did some searching. I don't know how I eventually found her, but through a friend of a friend of a friend, I shot a message to Nikki. I reached out very professionally and asked if she would like to model for me as I had no experience with any models whatsoever. And to my surprise, she was totally down for it. The next day, we went out and shot some portraits. I still remember that shoot to this day. I wanted to look cool, so I rented out a bigger camera because mine sucked. I had no idea how to use it, and that was not a great start at all. Nikki asked me what I would like her to wear, and I had no idea. So, like to this day, I told her she should pick out her outfit that she knows that she's comfortable with and knew she looked good in. Who knows better than the person's own style, am I right? Nikki picked out the simple white top with some blue jeans. Nothing crazy, but her fashion sense. Like I stated, this was my first time shooting with someone who wasn't a building. I was nervous, wanting to make sure she was comfortable, while also keeping my cool and getting some shots that we both could use. We started shooting inside this coffee shop, and the photos were so blurry, but Nikki was killing it. Nikki had modeled a couple times before, so she was able to pose mostly herself. If I needed a particular angle, I would just micro-adjust her. I would basically tell her behind the camera with my little hands where she should move, and she would nail it. That shoot is still on my phone, and I chuckle at it every time I see it. That was just a start to Nikki and I shooting. From shooting at a lake and laughing our heads off, to traveling to Duluth in a snowstorm that doubled the time and almost killed us, I don't recommend that to anyone. Whenever we had a cool idea, we would get together and start creating. That is what started the fire for me. That is what kept me wanting more and more. Hi, this is Lana, aka Panther in Style. Tune in next week for a new episode of A Million Lakes, where I will tell you about my journey with chronic illness. Now that I had the technical side down, it was time to worry less about that and what I wanted my audience to see. I was still mixing urban photos with landscape shots, and I knew that if I wanted to grow my audience, I had to narrow it down. I decided, going forward, I would only focus on portraits. 
People would come to my page and only see portraits and portraits alone. They would follow because they enjoyed my work and wanted to see my portrait content. I also decided to rebrand myself. I had some weird IG name, MN Photo One, and I knew it was ugly. I was in the studio at the time as I was going to school for audio engineering and sitting there brainstorming with some classmates. I ran a bunch of names by them and they all sucked. It was like Oski Minneapolis or Minneapolis Man, something dumb. Then something hit me. What if I took the end of Minnesota, soda, and just added boy? Soda boy. Boom, that's it. Ran it by the class and they all loved it. Pulled up the IG, but sadly to my dismay, the username was taken. The man has a hundred followers, no display photo, and nothing posted. I really wanted it, so I messaged him or her to give it to me or else. Just kidding. I waited and nothing. To this day, I still want that name and he or she has not replied. I was salty, but I had to move on. And I hatched a simple idea. I added an H. Boom. Typed that in and it was like the fireworks on the 4th of July, which is also my birthday, by the way. It was available and now mine. Okay. So, if you're still with me, I've now moved my focus onto portraits and wrapped rebranding. It's time to grind. I still loved working with Nikki, but I knew I had to get to know other people too. So I headed to the Explore page and started DMing people if they wanted to shoot. I ended up accidentally starting a group of models I would just shoot with, where I felt comfortable and likewise they did too. The reason for this is because I worked with models where the connection between us did not click. To avoid this in the future, I would just work with the models that I knew that we would be comfortable with each other. I continue to implement the same technique today because I want to trust the people I work with. If they're not comfortable, they will let me know and I will do the same thing. Not only did I start a group, but I began to network with other creators. I would meet other photographers here in the city and hold up meetups for us to gather with models and shoot for fun. I also started to travel alone for the first time. I began to meet people online and travel to meet them in real life. It was crazy to think I was meeting with strangers on the internet in LA, but that was all new at the time. During this time, it was nonstop. Go, go, go. If I wasn't working, I was shooting. If I wasn't shooting, I was editing. I was getting my degree in YouTube University, learning anything I could, and always attached to my computer. From learning how to retouch watching Flurn TV, and learning how to pose a model with Jessica Cabisis, to other YouTube channels helping me start a business, this career 10 years ago would have been 10 times harder if it wasn't for YouTube. The internet was the best school I could have asked for, and guess what? It was free. Now... During this grind time, I reached out to one particular girl. She was just graduating her senior year in high school and lived like 10 minutes from me. So if you're paying attention, just like Nikki, anytime I had an idea, I could call Gabby over and we would work. We did this for months and created tons of photos, networked with creators all over and built our following. We surrounded ourselves with creatives as well as people that did some art outside of their work. 
This was the first time I was surrounded with a group of individuals where we were all creatives. I could bounce ideas off each other and we could get to work creating. I don't want to say I peaked because I sound old and I'm never done creating, but during that time, it was just a crazy time for portraits. Everyone was getting into it and every small account before it was now getting their footing and creating work people had never seen. From Caleb working with composite shooting and making it his own, to miles of color exploring his palette and wowing us with his vibrant colors. We were pushing the level of where photos could be taken and how they are taken. Doing things out of the box and having that just right idea blew our work up. Now as for my work, it was simple. Shooting someone anytime and anywhere. For example, a shoot that blew us up was a simple idea. I grabbed a camera, got Gabby, and we headed to our local Target. We just had fun and shot throughout the whole store, and everyone loved the shots. It took us two seconds to think of, and we ran it from there. That is not always the case for all my shoots, though. There are shoots where I've spent days or hours leading up to it, and for some reason, they just didn't hit. But you know what? That is totally okay, because not everything is going to be viral or do well. Just be happy with your work and make sure you're still doing it for yourself. At this time, I'm mostly known in Minnesota from where I operate. To get my name out of just this state, I met with some of the people I made friends with online. Every so often, I would fly out to LA and meet the people I only knew through a phone screen. These trips I took out there were some of the best memories I have. From going into the ocean for the first time, to then skydiving over it, to driving down Malibu during sunset with the top down and wind in our hair. Without getting out of my comfort zone, none of this would have happened. I'm so thankful that I was able to get out of it and try new things and meet new people. Now let's stop blabbing about the past and living in it, and let me tell you about what's going on now. With the complete change in social media over the last couple years, well, at least with Instagram, I'm planning on transitioning more into video. As the world changes, so must I as a creator. I always need to get ahead and learn to move with the times. But to be honest, during COVID-19 slash lockdown slash 2020, I settled down a bit. I was very run down with the nonstop shooting and posting and just got burnt out. During that time in lockdown, I found happiness again. I fell in love, got into music videos, explored the Twin Cities like never before. I was truly happy and I was able to sit back and relax. You see that last part? Relax. Just saying it makes me feel weird because that word didn't exist in my vocabulary. Ever since I started this, I never really let myself relax, and I was always go, go, go. Now, as things are getting back into the normal for me, I feel that fire again. I heard a joke this week about someone saying, I have my whole life planned out for myself, as God laughs in the background. That is 100% true, and I do not know what my future holds, and that's okay with me. What I can tell you are my goals for myself and what I would like to accomplish while I'm still kicking it on this big old rock. My number one goal is to direct a movie one day. I'm obsessed with movies and have dreamed of seeing my name start the movie, and I will do everything in my power to do so. 
Now, when it comes to my work and business, I want to keep doing what I do. That is, create, create, create. This is what I was put here to do, and that is to tell my stories through a camera and show the world. I don't care for the likes, the followers, or anything that comes with it. Leave me a camera, a couple SD cards, and I'll be a happy boy. A soda boy. A Million Likes was brought to you by Willa. Download Willa from the App Store today and get paid super fast for your brand collaborations. Gone are the days of waiting 30, 60, or even 90 days for payments. Using Willa, you press a button and get paid immediately. Check it out for yourself.